talk about this fucking horrible movie. No, it wasn't horrible. It's horrible. I'm making a pizza, so in like 15 minutes, I'm going to stop and get my pizza and eat it while we're doing it. Two friends in a movie. 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 Welcome everybody <laughs> to the movie. Such excitement. Such excitement because I'm excited for a big day today because clever minds have come and we realize doing Akira Akira was a dumb idea. It's not a dumb idea. And we're not doing it. It's not a dumb idea. This is, this is really what happened. Akira, I, I watched it Friday, um, last, last week, just, you know. And uh, as I'm watching it, I'm realizing this movie is way too complex and way too thick for Matt Lamatina. He's going to be bored. Whoa. He's going to be, he's not, he's, all he's going to say is like, this movie's too dense. And I just figure, let me save myself the aggravation by just telling him it's too dense. And it's the truth. Listen, the first time I saw this movie. Shots and my intelligence. And I don't like it. The first time I saw that movie, the first time I saw it, I was 14. Not even. I must have been, yeah, about 14. It was 1962. <laughs> and... I didn't understand what the fuck the movie was about. I just liked how it looked. And I liked that there were some things that I grasped onto, like there are some anti-government sentiments in the movie. Like it's a very, it, it honestly is a very Japanese movie and it's a very complex movie. And as I've grown older and I've watched it more and more because I really like it. Um, and you know, I haven't watched it in a, in a bit, but I've watched it more and more. I realized what the movie was about. It's about, uh, the the hunger of of a hum of humans to try to be more than what we are like th this hunger that creates things like corona which is like why don't i fuck with this and see what happens and akira is trying to make a human being god it's essentially what it is and what happens what the aftermath of even even trying to do that so and I'm not going to get into the movie because we're not doing it, but the movie starts with Akira being created and it's, there's a giant explosion in Tokyo and people in Japan think that the United States dropped another nuclear bomb on the United States and World War III starts. That's how the movie starts and you don't see that. But Am it's I, just in the students. Watch it when I've watched everything else there is to watch. And I feel my level of intelligence has reached a level <laughs> that I, Matt Lamatita can 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 understand the movie. Maybe when I'm five no, years no, 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 no. 
I didn't think you wouldn't understand it. I just think it's too dense and you'll get bored. I, it's, not a, it's not an understanding problem. I, I think it's, it's just dense and it's boring for somebody that's not into it. I'm just teasing you. Oh. <laughs> so welcome. I'm Matt. That's Sixto. Yeah. We do this podcast about movies every so often. Yeah. We used to do it in person. Now we do it we used on to. Zoom. We, used to, we also used to make out before and after the podcast. That's yeah. the part you guys didn't get to listen to. I've been sexually frustrated ever since. <laughs> it's it's a problem, but so is yeah. COVID, you know, this new world we live in. Um, so last week, if you listened, and I know you did, we were going to do Akira, which Sixto just explained briefly. Um, and he used me as a scapegoat, but really he felt the audience wouldn't be able to comprehend the movie. I don't think that, it, I, I think anyone out there should watch the movie if they feel like they, they have two hours to look at something that is really dense. And if you're into it, look, visually, it changed cinema. We get it. It changed cinema. All right. We get it. Maybe we'll, we'll circle back one day and maybe we'll see Akira again. But we're moving on. This is episode 49. 49. Next week. We have a fun thing to do from big episode 50. 50, my son. A little bit later in the episode. But for tonight's meet, we're talking about this little independent movie called Spontaneous. Spontaneous. Um, since it's my pick, I feel like I'm going to jump in first here. Okay. Um, the only reason I found out about this movie is because Rob Hubble is in it. Uh, I follow him on you know, all the socials. I'm a big fan of Rob Hubble. You know him from like Children's Hospital and a bunch of other things. Um, he's the father of the main girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so what Spontaneous is, is uh, your classic high school rom-com where- um, You used the word com? Yeah. Is there comedy in this? A little bit. Okay. If you say so. The boyfriend is clever. So, it's about a young girl who's a senior in high school in New Jersey, and she is in class, and one of her classmates spontaneously combusts and blows up in class. Right. That's how the movie starts. Right. She bends down to pick up a pencil. All of a sudden, blood everywhere. Someone's blown up. They don't know why. Everybody's freaking out. So they quarantine everybody. It's a very similar to what's going on now in a very, you know, compact way. It's, it's, very, much, it's very much a dealing with death movie. Yeah. More than anything else. Um, so a, a shy boy who wouldn't normally talk to this girl. Wouldn't normally what? He wouldn't normally talk to this girl. Talk. Talk. You know, okay. he wouldn't say words to her. <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> so he's like, you know, life is fragile. I better say something before I explode. So they start a relationship and all around them, people are exploding. This guy's blowing up. That guy's blowing up. Um, and what's really cool about the movie, I think, is that Every time it happens, it's kind of unexpected. Like, it doesn't happen like in a any rhythm or rhyme. 
Right. Oh, you know, a half hour, no one blowing up. And then for 10 minutes, everyone will blow up. Right. So things kind of just happen. And it always happens like while someone's driving or when someone's giving a big speech where you're not expecting it and then boom, they explode. Right. Um, and then there's no, the movie goes through and everyone explodes. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, near the end, the boy she falls in love with explodes and it kind of fucks her up. And at the end of the movie... Yeah, let's be clear here. Let's be clear about something here. Okay. There's a bunch of people in her school that are her age that are blowing up. But the only time that she has a fucking problem is when her fucking boyfriend explodes in front of her face. It's true. It's, uh, it's similar. So I'm just, I'm just saying there is a bunch of fucking people blowing up around her. And the only time she gives a fuck is when her boyfriend explodes in front of her. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like now. Like everyone understands COVID and feels bad for COVID. But unless you're physically experiencing the effects or someone you love is experiencing the effects, you don't really know what's happening. Okay, well, let, 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 let's, be, let, let's, let's start with this. This movie did not, was not made during COVID, okay? No, I think it was made right before COVID. Right, okay. So let's start there. Because this girl, and look, uh, my nephew lived with me for a bit. He's 18. My niece is 19. Um, so teenagers nowadays are very much like that. And teenagers these days are very much nonchalant, to use a word, where they feel like, I mean, and all of us, when we were 18, 19, we thought we knew everything and everything um, while well, we didn't know shit. And yes, even I had a bit of a know-it-all attitude. Everybody has a bit of a know-it-all attitude. But my problem is, my problem is, this girl was, and by the way, incredible acting from her. Now, I, I'm not putting anything against her. Actually, she made me on, dislike her so much because she was acting what she was given so perfectly. But there is a level of disrespectful, nonchalant, non-caring that seems unrealistic to me in this. I think that her reaction to people blowing up around her, well, the first girl blows up and somebody says something and she starts laughing where they're all like caged mm -hmm. to, because they thought it was a terrorist attack and whatever. What are the reactions that anybody would have if somebody just blows up? Of course, they think it's a terrorist attack or whatever it may be, right? Until mm -hmm. they figure it out. And, and she laughs. And I sincerely disliked her. Sincerely. It made me not want to watch the movie. And yeah, it took I, me... I had I, a total opposite opinion. I, it took me... It was so much fucking work to finish this movie. You have no idea. I have the, the total opposite opinion. I felt that this moment in time for her is so beyond comprehension and so scary that the only way she felt she could deal with it mentally is to disengage. And, and, and almost, yeah. almost act like it's not real 
This isn't really happening, and I can make jokes about it. Well, and, and, le and let, me, let me say something. Yes, that seems realistic to me. Just to the level that she was exposing it, it didn't. And I'm not saying, and maybe that's not the problem that I'm having with it. Maybe the problem that I'm having with it is that it is too realistic. Um, because look, we're all cynical. I mean, you and I, for example, we're good friends because we're very fucking cynical, right? Mm -hmm. And I was very close to her character in high school. But what I didn't have was this honesty to my feelings. And I think that people like that, I tend to dislike very much. And once again, she did a fucking banging job at acting this out. It was very good. What I, what I felt is that from the beginning of this movie, the feeling that I had from it is um, it was, it's, it's just, it's not that you know where this movie is going. It's that it's a cliche movie. Like the movie felt like a cliche. Oh, it's definitely a cliche. And it's just a new telling of a very, very old story. Right, right. It's just... It's the same story. Two misfits find each other, fall in, in love. the middle of right in the middle of of, of the worst the yeah. worst circumstances, and they fall in love. And they fall in love. The man, and the people blowing up is just the new twist of telling the same story. But um, you know, I, I have to say though, I have to say though, I, there was a movie, uh, Hitch uh, Hitchhikers, uh, uh, Boy Scouts Guidance to a uh, Zombie Apocalypse, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that. Did we talk about this? I think I don't know if you no. saw it. I, but I, if I've seen it, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I remember it, but I don't remember the right. movie. Right, and and so that movie is the same thing. It's a very unlikely situation where people. But what happens is, of course, they're very. This is more of a comedy, of a zombie comedy. Uh -huh. And and the movie we're talking about today is more of a drama comedy, and I. I a drama, well, if you will. Well, but I just, I never laughed. I, I didn't laugh once. It's not a, a laugh out loud type of movie, I feel. I feel like the, the back and forth she has with the boyfriend, some of the lines are very clever. Right, it's clever. And I think that he was, he was the one thing that saved this movie for me because I really had a tough time. Dude, like you, like, I, I'm, I want to tell you, I almost quit this movie like four times. See, I was very engaged. I thought it was done really well. Um, yes, yes. I, liked, I was just bored with it. I, I think I connected with the main character pretty well. Is as I feel like, you know, it's hard to tell how you would act in a situation like that. Because, For sure. You know, For sure. But I feel like I usually deal with things by making fun of it and joking around and not yeah, me too. as seriously as I should is which is makes my marriage so well is Denise takes things really seriously and I take <laughs> not seriously at all. Poor Denise. So we kind of pull each other into the middle a little bit. Um, but Matt, I, I, I think this I, and until she literally gets hit in the face by her boyfriend's skull, she doesn't engage mentally into what into reality she's living in this world where people are blowing up but it's not really happening no and I, listen I, I i have to admit there is a very realistic tone to it but what i don't what i don't what i don't agree with and perhaps you know is is 
happens once and she does that and I can understand that. And it happens again and she does that. And I can actually even follow through and be like, all right, you know what? She is in absolute denial and absolutely. And I can absolutely follow that and believe that. But what happens is when it keeps happening and she, the way that she's showing, I think it, it was just bad on the, on the writing department. I think that she, I think that there is a part of it that feels like when it keeps happening and her responses continue to be the same, I feel like... See, I disagree. I don't think her feeling is the same. I feel like near the, the end when they're all back in school and they start blowing up like one after the next after the next, and you can see she's running through the school. Yeah, but you said near the end, Matt, this is happening through the whole fucking movie. I know, but until I think little, like it takes her an extremely long time to come to terms with what's going on. And as the movie gets starts going and more and more people start to die, she gets a little less disengaged, a little less jokey. And yeah. when it hits her in the face, and even then, she gets really drunk. She's disengaged. Yeah, she's trying. She's trying to dis to, to just run away she's from it the to whole time. what's happening. Right. And near the very end, when she lays down on the boyfriend's grave, and the mother comes over, it's the and, only time. Yeah, right. And at first, all she's concerned about is herself, which is true to her character. Is why she makes fun of everybody else. And, right. Right. And then you see, like. She's the moment where she looks into the mother's eyes and she's like, oh shit, how are you? Right. And I think that is her growth of a character is she's finally understanding this affects all these people and there's more people in the world than just herself. Right. I, I look, I, I give you that this was um, incredibly realistic approach to it uh especially given that especially given that um so much of of this <clears throat> really feels like people that don't engage because they're scared of their feelings kind of thing and i and i absolutely give you that except this is a fucking movie and because it is a fucking movie i need it and I continue to need some sort of fucking passage within the time given to me so that I can buy, buy this as an exchange of feelings rather than I'm watching a movie where things are going to happen at the end. And I'm not putting it down be because of it. And I'm really not. I'm not saying that it's a horrible choice. I'm saying for my taste, for my money, I would have expected a bit of a faster morph for her because I'm watching a movie. I'm not watching a TV series. I'm not watching, I'm not looking at things in a, in a period of time that allows me to have that slow transformation. It's a movie and it really made me dislike the character so much that I didn't care when she turned. And by the way, and by the way, once again, my nephew and my niece are on the same age. And I think that they deal with these things exactly like she dealt with it. So the level of realism in the movie is really to be applauded. It's just, it's a movie. Fucking give me something in between. Give me something in between that's showing me more than what she's showing me. 
there were very sweet parts like when she does the dance with the with the boyfriend in the barn mm -hmm. and it was incredibly sweet almost it even almost made me cry because i feel like it was her being like i have to deal with feelings and i have to do it somewhere um but uh uh i think that also shows her disengagement is people are blowing up around the world and she feels no i don't care we're gonna go into a barn and we're gonna dance. Yeah, and, and once again, it's not that I don't applaud the realism of it. It's that I don't have the time for it in a movie that's an hour and 45 minutes. You have to, you in an hour and 45 minutes, you can't do that twist at the very end because then I'm disengaged from her. He, this plays to our taste in movies is you like, more of the fantasy of a movie more of the outrageous more of the no no i don't i, I, like I mean generally movies, yes it's all those it's all you know generally yes because it's escapism for me and i and, like a realistic but but movie. the problem that i'm having is once again i don't have a problem with the realism of it i have a problem with the time given for me to do it so yeah but i think the time was appropriate to her character is it took her this long to grow to come to, to come to terms yeah and you know what and her boyfriend too i mean even though his first reaction is the reaction of somebody that's like fuck i'm gonna die at any minute so i gotta do something about it which is also an, an a different way of expressing like fuck this is happening let me not but he's also kind of disconnected and i believe because I feel different. I feel it's very much like my relationship now is he is extremely worried. And that's why he engages with her and tries to make the most of every moment. And she's so nonchalant that it brings him down. It saves his anxiety. He's so worried about what's going on that her feeling that it's not a big deal saves his emotions and makes him rethink, all right, Maybe she's right. Maybe it isn't such a big deal. Mm. I I wonder, however, if I would have a different reaction to this movie, how we're not be living in a pandemic where people are dying left and right. Me too. Because, I mean, I feel I was able to relate a little more because obviously it's not the seriousness of people blowing up next to you. No, but, but it's... Yeah. Close, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's close. It's close, and um, um, I wonder if what I'm, what is happening with me, is more projecting than it is consuming the movie. Oh, like I'm more, I'm mostly projecting my anger towards fucking non-mask wearers. <laughs> that really feel like everything is fine. And I'm like, put a fucking mask on, you fucking cunt. But in the case of her, uh, and, and I didn't mean cunt to a woman, I meant cunt to a guy, by the way, in that scenario, <laughs> the British way. Uh, uh, but in the... <laughs> I watch a lot of, a lot of, I watch a lot of, of Gordon Ramsay, so, you know, and the boys, so that I get a lot of, of that. But, but, um, uh in the case of 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 this movie i think i f i found her lack of of realism too truth too much truth for me to handle 
maybe in a pandemic world where I feel like, bro, you need to wear a mask, <laughs> behave a little bit. See, I felt she wouldn't wear a mask. And I felt like she was taking all the precautions she needed to take. Like she quarantined, she talked to them. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but what I mean is not in her case. I mean in the case of the world that we live in. The people that, that instead of dealing with the truth of what's happening by being like, I don't think she's representing a, a non-mask wearer. I think she represents the people that are like, uh, and, and not that this is what she's doing, but she's representing people that are like, this is a hoax. And the Democrats are doing this because Trump was doing so well. That kind of mentality of like, of like I'm going to disengage so far so far from what's happening that now it's a democratic fucking plan to, to take down the president. And I think that she represents that to some degree. So I'm curious because at the end of the movie, believe you me, I was incredibly satisfied with the ending. I was very satisfied with her moment with, with the, the boyfriend's mom and then with her parents, mm -hmm. you know, because he felt like, yeah, that's, that will happen. And, you know, I was waiting for that to happen. And that's, once again, the level of realism in this movie is quite up there. But um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't, I just, I thought, the first thing that I thought is that this movie was too cliche. And that's what turned me off at first about it the most. Because mm -hmm. I just felt like, Ugh, this again. And I was expecting it to be, possibly expecting it coming from you perhaps maybe this is more of your fault <laughs> i expected it to be funnier and what i got was very real and i think that i was like i wasn't ready for that so maybe that's my, my biggest problems with the movie another movie itself <laughs> but well to defend my point a little bit no get out it was a <laughs> called spontaneous and the quick debrief that i read on the movie said teenagers fall in love despite their cl classmates' spontaneous combustion. Yes. So I thought it was going to be sillier than it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, I was also very satisfied with the movie. Um, I felt it was very real. I felt that I, I was kind of amazed that they were able to almost predict how people would act during a pandemic. Right. Um, Much it, like the movie Pandemic, when we saw it, it yeah. was like, wow, this is exactly... <laughs> we saw Contagions. Like, it's, Contagion. it's, it's amazing to me that people have the foresight to kind of understand emotion. Like, I've been in therapy for years, years now. Like, four or five years, I think. And I still don't understand emotions. <laughs> like, and I'm, that's not a shot of my therapist. She does a great job. No, it's, it's, it's more like the, the processing, your processing. Yeah, it's, it's such a deep feeling. And to be able to put that on paper and be like, okay, this is what people, it's just, I don't know, it, it was. No, and I, yeah, yeah, and you know, that's the part that I related with. I, I have a, uh... Uh, I, was with it. I was impressed how they would be able to, in a realistic way, and pre-pandemic, maybe I wouldn't have felt this way because I didn't witness it. Um, that, and it felt 
I was surprised to find out that he was uh, an American screenwriter. It felt very much like a British movie. Right. Right. Um, so I was surprised with that. But it was just, I was, I was impressed the way it was done. I was impressed with all the acting. Um, and it kept me engaged. Uh, I think it was good that it was an hour 45. I feel like if it was sure. hours or more, I would be like, all right, we get the idea. For uh, sure, for sure. But I think it was good. If I was going to give it an amount of toes, Uh-oh. I think I'd go five toes. Five toes? Toes. If my five, Matt, Matt. No. Stop, Matt! Stop, Matt! Stop, stop! My, wait, Five let toes. Let me explain it. If my rating system is solely based on how much I liked the movie and how right. much I engaged with the movie, just like the main character, I don't give a shit how you like it. My rating system is based solely on my feelings of the Understood. movie. Understood. Understood. I gave it five toes. I feel like what the movie was. And what it was trying to bring is exactly what happened. The writing was good. It was clever. It was a unique take on an old story. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. It had all the conflicts you look for. Um, I don't know. I think Five Toes is where I'm going with it. I think unique take on, on an old story is where I cannot agree with you. I couldn't disagree with you more. I don't think there's anything unique about this movie. And that's the biggest problem that I had with it. I don't think I was bored by the storytelling. The acting was superb by kids. Like those kids fucking killed it. Every one of them. Everyone that was in this movie was perfect. Um, I think that uh, her best friend whom we didn't talk about was also fantastic because was she was... Yeah. She was kind of the, on the same boat as her, where she was like, yeah, let's make fun of this. And at a certain point, she was like, fuck, dude, this is for real. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't. Yeah, and um, I, um, which I think, if you are the main girl, I'm her, her black friend, which kind of makes sense because I'm your black friend. You're my black friend. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, what I, I don't agree with is that it's a new telling of an old story. I think the, the, the part that bored me about the story was that it was so cliche that I was like, I, don't, I can't watch this story again. And I really struggled a lot to get through it. Um, but uh, props to the acting, props to the writing for being so realistic. Uh, Props to to uh, the the premise because even though it's something that that we've seen seven billion times before, it legitimately did hold a little bit of of um, of sauce in like, what would I do if somebody just started exploding around me? Like and you know, that's what kept. I think the exploding part we're not talking about enough and doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> the only reason we watched this movie. Or any movie I want to watch this movie was because people were spontaneously blowing up. Blowing up. And by the way, when you told me that, I was like, I'm watching this. <laughs> Great. And the only thing I think in the beginning, when the boring part of the story is happening, like, do they like each other? Do they not like each other? Was the anticipation of the next person blowing up. Blowing up. 
Um, you're like, I got to see who's going to blow up next. How are they going to do it? Um, and that kept you in the movie long enough to get to when it started to feel, when you started to feel feels. Like, it, it started right. to feel like, oh, shit, this is not real. Like, I feel for this now. Right. That's the unique twist of it, is it took a love story that's been told a million times, and I was like, here's people blowing up around you. You know, I, I think my, 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 I just grasped onto something when you said that. I think my problem is my niece, who's exactly this character, my niece is exactly this person. Her best friend died in a horrible way. And my niece reaction was not her usual reaction to things. And I think that's what was happening to me. When I've seen that person deal with something too big, mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not. And granted, her best friend didn't die in the movie. Her boyfriend didn't. That's what made her switch. But yeah. my niece, who is exactly that girl, I swear it's exactly the same girl. Um, when her friend died unexpectedly, I think that her reaction was more what I was expecting from this, at least by the third person blowing up. And I understand the whole coiling and all that because it's how I've lived my life too because much like you, I've been going to therapy for about seven, eight years. And most of my life I've lived coiled and making jokes about everything because I live a very afraid life because I was abused as a kid. Mm -hmm. so, so there's a lot of that that I understand and I can grab onto. But what I don't agree with is specifically the extreme, the extreme situation and somebody of that age, of course, being afraid to, to react, but being able to hold it back so long. So if I was going to give it some toes, I think I'll give it two and a half toes. Two and a half toes? I will never watch this movie again. And I, I, I think that uh, the acting deserves more. I think the script probably deserves a little more. But I, it all deserves a little more. And before I forget, I just want to, I, I don't mean to cut you off. But yeah. important points we didn't discuss or that I didn't think about until you brought it up about the best friend is when the boyfriend dies, mm -hmm. you were saying that that's the reason she starts to come around. And now that I think about it, I don't really think that was it. I think that was the start of it. But until her best friend, um, and I think we didn't talk enough about this relationship, until her best friend kind of disengages and is like, yo, bitch, get the program or get the fuck out of here. Right. When she was like, oh, maybe this is more serious than I thought. And her best friend, I think, brings her through. And I think that relationship is stronger than we give credit to. I think so, too, yeah. And I, think I mean, it's not the focus of the movie, but it certainly is an incredibly important part of it. Right? Yeah, like she's the rock. And she's this, the, the main character, Mara, or Mora, is so... She seems solid, but she's really so emotionally everywhere. Right. That the best friend, when they're outside the prom graduation thing and talks to her, is kind of the person who brings her back to Earth and is like, you know, okay. together. And I think that's more important than the boyfriend relationship. And 
I think so. And I, I think they snuck it in in a very realistic way too, in that yeah. you're like, not really, it's not upfront. So you're not really like looking at it and be like, oh yeah, there it is. But it is so, so much more solid than everything else. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're two and a half toes. Hey, nope. hey. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, you questioned my five toes. Hey, I hey, hey, hey. The two and a half. I, I'm following your structure. It is exactly and specifically how this movie makes me feel. And it makes me feel like it was, it was as a form of entertainment, as a movie. It's not a book. It's not a soap opera. It's not even a miniseries. It's a movie. As a movie, I think there were... Uh, it was incredibly honest and earnest, but it was missing something of her breaking somewhere earlier on so that I can follow through and be like, oh, it's, it's, it's necessary sometimes. Listen, most of the time I complain when they spoon feed me things, but in this movie, I think it was necessary for one spoon feeding somewhere in like the 20 minute mark, somewhere in there where you kind of felt like, all right, so you know, I understand she's cracking, but she's holding it, and that never happens in a in a big enough way that you can consume it. I understand it to be very realistically how a, a person would do it, but it's a fucking movie. It's not real life. You know, know what's the scariest thing about this? What's that? Is that as I was watching it, and especially near the end, and I was like, okay, we're gonna do a podcast on this. I knew exactly how you were going to feel. How was I going to feel? This way. I knew it. Like, I know Sixto's not going to really like it. He's going to enjoy parts of it, but he's not going to enjoy the whole thing. That's how well we know each other now. That's right. I can feel your feelings before I, you can express before them. Before you feel them. That's why I killed Akira out of, the, out of contention. I was like, let's skip this because Matt is <laughs> getting scary. It's getting scary here in Two Friends. It's scary. It's like we're more married than we're married with our wives. Well, two partners in a movie pretty soon. <laughs> Let's not play this for our, 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 our actual partners in life, our wives, because they might be like, what the fuck did you just say? My wife hasn't listened to this podcast. It's like episode three. <laughs> She's like, I've had enough of you too. Yeah. Like, I hear you all day. I don't want to hear you in my car ride home. You know, I do a couple of podcasts and Stephanie listens to not one of them because she's like, you talk to me every day. You know what I do when you're doing your podcast? I enjoy my life. <laughs> while you're doing it, while it's playing. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> All right, so we promised you a yes. special 50th episode surprise. Yes. Very much kind of like, I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live when they do the weekend updates. Yes. And every once in a while, Michael Che will write a joke that Colin Jost has to read. Yes. Colin Jost will read a joke that Michael, that Michael Che will have to read. Yes. Yeah, the first. That's kind of what we're doing is I'm picking a movie that Sixto has to watch and review. <sighs> and he's going to pick a movie that I have to watch and review. And for our 50th, we're going to do the review <laughs> of each other's movies. And we're not going to comment. Nope. You no, know, it's just going to be a straight review, almost like two podcasts. 
the Sixto podcast, and then the Mad podcast. It's like the it's like the uh, uh, the Outcast album that was Andre Three Thousand made an yeah. album, and Big Boy <laughs> and Big Boy made an album, and they just double packed it and sold it to you. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that. <laughs> Except Big Boy wrote his own songs. <laughs> wow! Wow! Shade at Andre! Wow! Pride. Yo, coffee black. <laughs> coffee black. So, what movie am I watching, sir? I was I was going back and forth between Grandma's Boy and Freddy Got Fingered. Grandma's Boy, I feel like you would enjoy more. Mm-hmm. It's less out there. It's 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 very well done. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Fuck you go watch Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> movie. And I have to go all in. I don't know if we're going to get to 100 podcasts. We're going to do this again. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought. Um, you know, I've also been going back and forward because uh, I don't think that uh, the movies that I liked in my in my lifetime, it's a very different lifetime than yours, obviously. So you know, like my my sensitivities to movie are very different than you. Um, I was between uh, Amadeus, 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 which I absolutely adore, Amadeus. and uh, and I was between that and uh, and um, uh, uh, hold on, uh, hold on, because I just got a phone call that I had to say no to. <laughs> I was between Amadeus and um, and uh, Tombstone, which is a western, which I know you will hate, but it's a fun movie to watch. It's very exciting. Yeah. However, unlike you, huh? One is not like Freddy Got Figured is a hard ninety minutes. All right, I feel like these movies are going to take like half a day to get through. Listen. Amadeus is about seven hours long. Like I'm saying, like, I, I don't want seven hours. And Tombstone is about 42 hours long. Yeah. But Watch this in like three days. Listen, I can make you watch, I can make you watch whatever I want. I could make you watch my favorite movie, which is legitimately four hours long. Listen, so, you so can listen. You whatever you want. I'm just pleading my case. So, so, while you're over here giving me the shit you think I'm going to enjoy the least, no, I'm no. trying. You're going to love it. It's my favorite movie. So if I give you my favorite movie of all time, which is The Seven Samurai, I know I'm willing to bet cash money right now, even though it's a masterpiece that has, that has made people make movies since then, you will probably hate it just because it's four hours long. Yeah, that's a long time for a movie. Right. So, you know, and it's incredible for hours, but you're not going to see that. What you're going to say is like, this movie is black and white and he's old and nah, nah, nah. And that's what you're going to say. Yeah. The same nonsense you're going to say about Freddy, except mine is 90 minutes. So shut up already. <laughs> Stop it. So I've chosen <laughs> your face. I can't deal with your face. You're so, you're so stressed out. Can't handle it. I'm. I'm. I think I'm choosing Amadeus. I think Amadeus. It is a a movie that's a bit timeless because it's about you know a very long time ago. I could have made you watch fucking Highlander. You would have hated me for real. When 
we do this review, I'm going to have to put you on mute so I can say all the terrible things I want to say. About Amadeus? Yeah. About all you. Right. What about, what, what if you end up liking it, though? You're still going to say horrible I'll things. I'll give you my true opinion of the movie. In the end of this, I am a very big movie person, as so are you. And yeah. I appreciate what goes into making a movie. Yes. Um, so if it's well done, and it's a good story, and it keeps me entertained, I will give it a fair review. If it's shit and boring, you're going to hear about it. <laughs> You don't need to mute me because I'm not gonna interfere. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> let's sit here and laugh at your review, whatever it may be, because I'm sure it'll be fantastically funny. But yeah. 50 episodes, 50, fucking 50, half of a hundred. For our hundredth episode, we might do it naked. Some people say this would never happen. Yes. But here it is. Most of those people were you and me. <laughs> it was. Especially when we're like, eh, I don't really feel like doing it this week. Maybe next week. <laughs> and we're like, ah, did you watch the movie now? No, I didn't watch the movie. All right. I guess we're not doing it. Well, when we used to do it in person and you'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot we were recording. and never show up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or when you'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot we were recording and didn't bring your laptop. <laughs> so we didn't record. We didn't record. I mean. Shit happened, all right? Yes. Here we we are. are human beings. The big 5-0. I'm going to drink champagne while we do this episode next week. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. After that, we're going to do Borat 2. So make sure you watch that as soon as it comes out. So you yes. can listen to our podcast about it. Them right. And if you want to engage next week, check out Freddy Got Fingered with Tom Green. And check yes. out... Amadeus with, I don't know, people who are dead because it's 27 years. They're not dead. Most of them are probably dead. They're not, no, none of them are dead. I, well, somebody's I, dead. But somebody's dead. That movie is dead. <laughs> Somebody, but um, <laughs> I don't know who. who. I mean, Rip um, Torn is dead. And Rip who? Torn is in Rip Torn. That's true. He's dead. And he's in Freddy Got Fingered. That's true. Um... Anyways, thank you for uh, stopping by. Thank, thank you, you for. It's not. And yes, look out, look out the window. Admire the beautiful day. Yeah. In your neighborhood. <laughs> Go check out Spontaneous if you haven't seen it. We didn't give out too many spoilers, but we gave out some. I think yeah. it's totally worth watching. Absolutely. Um, especially in these times. Check out Freddie. Check out Amadeus. And we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 Amadeus, Deus, prank me, Amadeus, cue the music. <laughs> oh, Amadeus. Two friends in a movie. 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 With Madden 16. With 16. Rock me, rock me, rock me, rock me, I'm a dude, it's stupid, dude, 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 d
Genau das war sein Flair, er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky-Doll und alles ruft noch heute Cap'n Rock, mir ab, mal der ist so ein Bösen. 